This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Here's Tom Barfield, Ward White. And Aaron Sexton as we welcome you into the program. Hi there. Welcome to game time here on a Monday afternoon. Tom and Ward and Aaron, we're glad you're with us as we get ready to roll through the next couple of hours talking sports. And we've got a lot, and I do mean a lot, to get to here this afternoon. Ward, did you have a good weekend? I did. Thank you. How about you? Uh, yeah, it was it was okay. Uh, it was one of those. It's kind of like uh, the calm before the storm, you know. Mm-hmm. You're just waiting and waiting and waiting. You're you're ready for it to get here. And I, we're talking about the start of football season. And I know there's scrimmages, and I know that there's exhibition games and all that stuff. But I'm ready for Friday, February, uh, uh, August the 27th. <laughs> February. February. Thank you. Uh, August the 27th. Where did February come from, by the way? Uh, maybe because we were doing UMHB Beat Football in February. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, wait, I'm waiting for August the 27th. And then what, September the 3rd or 4th? Mm. For the start of college football? Yeah. So. And then I think the NFL is going to roll in a week later, like around the 9th, 10th, 11th, something like Regular season will kick off then. Mm -hmm. So that, uh, I mean, so it's kind of the calm before the storm. So speaking of storm, we had one on Sunday afternoon. Well, it was nice. Oh, boy, was that nice. Yes, absolutely. Good stuff. Needed that. Prevented me from mowing, too. Thank you. (laughs) Got mine in on Saturday, so I was okay. Forced me to go to the couch. And watch a movie that I knew would put me to sleep. So, I mean, it was just a great... Perfect Sunday, perfect right? Perfect Sunday afternoon, yeah. I mean, I walked into church and it was sprinkling. By the time I, op- I got into church, it was rocking. Boy, it, yeah, it got going good. <laughs> it ain't a hurry, so... Uh, anyway, we're, gl- we're glad you're with us here this afternoon. Uh, did you watch much of the Cowboy game Friday night? Yes, I did. Ward, am I missing something here? But I, I-, I heard Babe Loffenberg say... That the Cowboys like what they have in Gilbert as a backup. And then Laufenberg commences to not being cruel or anything. He just, in dissecting what he saw, mm-hmm. basically tore Gilbert down. I mean, he, he if that throws a little, you know, he's got to lead him. I mean, every time he had something negative to say about a, a Gilbert play. As he should. That was not good. No, it, it didn't look good at all. It absolutely didn't look good from a quarterback backup standpoint. Now, again, it's only the second game of the preseason, but you would have liked to seen maybe a little bit more. I mean, he missed some – he absolutely missed some throws on Saturday. Well, you've been in camp for weeks. Mm-hmm. You've played two exhibition games. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you have enough data to make a decision? I I think I do. Well, I I would I would think you do, but again, I mean, I I don't know what's on their agenda right now. I mean, do you, do you sit there as a coaching staff and go, okay, this is not going to work for us and. We better scramble. I'm sure they're looking at all the wires right now, and when all these cuts start happening and who's going to be available, there may be somebody out there that they go, yeah, that guy that guy can get us through. Let me just say this. After what happened last year, 
I would be more How concerned. How do you if, not say that? Yeah, I, I would be more concerned. And you got a guy that's supposed to be your guy getting an MRI as soon as you get back from Oxnard. Yeah, and, 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 and they say everything's okay and everything's on schedule. You can spin it how you want to spin, spin it, it but he's still getting an MRI. That's right. Spin it any way you want to. And I watched, and, I wa- and they purposely had him come out and throw where the cameras would roll. Well, sure I, they did. That, I mean, if you don't think that wasn't orchestrated. Sure, they could have left him at home. He wasn't going to play. He could have thrown in Oxnard. He could have thrown in Dallas. Mm-hmm. But he threw in Phoenix for the cameras. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they said he threw fine and with no pain. That's great. Maybe the MRI came out exactly the way they wanted it. But you're right. The fact of the matter is he's taken an MRI. He, he got an MRI mm-hmm. Saturday in, in back in the Metroplex. And he is a guy that's coming off that ankle injury. Right. And you got a guy that – I mean, I don't know that they got a guy that can, that can guide that football team. And, again, you're not going to replace – Dak Prescott, he's, no, your, it, he's number one for a reason. Yeah, if he if he goes down, your season's over anyway. To where he, I mean, to the fact of if even he's, in that division, if if he's not going to play for a longest period of time, yeah, I think so. You're, there, nobody that's on that roster right now is going to get them to. That's my point. And, and I don't know that you, there's anybody out there that you could bring in that gets them to the NFC Championship game. I don't know. I mean, there may be somebody, but. I, I don't think I could pick them out of a lineup right now. <laughs> so, um, I, you know, again, if he's gone for the season, their season is probably not where they want it to be. I mean, you heard Mike McCarthy say the only thing that's on their mind is the Super Bowl right. and winning the Super Bowl. Right, right. Not, not an NFC championship, not getting to the playoffs. That, that's their goal, which it should be, absolutely should be for every team out there. But, again, if that goes down, they're not getting there. Right. But if he goes down for three or four games, they don't, in my opinion, in my humble opinion, they don't have a guy that can win them three or four games on the roster right now. No, I, I, don't, I, I, I don't. I agree. I don't think that they're not any one of those three guys can go out there and say, okay, I can hold this thing together while that gets well the next three games. It's not going to happen. We're going to dive into the Cowboys in our next segment, like we haven't already. But uh, I just wanted to get some initial thoughts there. But we're going to talk about quarterback, and we're going to talk about some D-tackle, and we're going to get into some of the things with the Cowboys in our next segment. And we'll also take a look at uh, what's going on around the league. i got a couple of uh, interesting little, uh, little, little things that we'll get to as well. So we'll do that on our next segment. Also, in our uh, uh, later in the hour uh, – John Machota, who covers the Cowboys extensively for the Athletic, will will join us, and we're you know we're just gonna put him on the spot. We're just gonna ask him point blank. You know, can you win with what they've got? Uh, you know, he he sees this team all the time. He was at camp. I mean, he, he's, he's seen every every snap. A- so absolutely. So we'll get know. into that. Right now, I do want to switch gears. and I want to talk about Baylor football. They uh, the Bears had a scrimmage uh, Saturday, and uh, in, in in you know. S- because of what they thought was going to be some inclement weather, they started at the indoor and then eventually moved to the outdoor. But uh, Dave Aranda, after the, after the scrimmage, talked about just the scrimmage itself. I thought, you know, in the, the meat of the scrimmage, right, there, there were some really good runs. Um, I think, you know, as you look at it a whole, probably too far, uh, few and in between. But there were some positive things, the things that we've seen throughout the week. Um, and was good to, to get that uh, 
to transfer over to Saturday. I thought throw game wise, um, there there was some struggle, whether it was timing or protection or whether it was, um, you know, I think just nerves. I think some of the, you know, practice and ball can spit out and then let's get into stadium, different environment. I think those are things that uh, that showed up. Um, but I thought guys battled through it. And I thought, you know, in that second part of the scrimmage, we're able to get some movement and some momentum. So he felt like they struggled in the throw game. It was my big takeaway from his assessment there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and look, they're they're still trying to find the guy mm-hmm. behind them. I mean, we just talked about Dak Prescott. Mm-hmm. Bears in the same situation, uh, except they don't know who their guy is. Right. Uh, so, I, you know, that's that's got to be – concerning to them right now that really nobody as of yet or at least they're telling us as of yet nobody's taken that step forward and emerged as the guy not only in in play wise but being that that leader you need from the quarterback position you just stole my thunder i mean that's that's what i have been seeking i i want to see a guy Take don't let don't let Dave Aranda don't let Sean Bell don't let Coach Grimes make the decision on who the starting quarterback is going to be. Go win the job. Go take it away from everybody else. Mm-hmm. Make it your football team so they can start putting things together that 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 focus on you, and then you can become the leader, and the team starts to focus around you. That's what, and I guarantee you, that's what the staff wants to happen. They don't want to have to announce the night before or the, where they won't do it the night before, but, you know, the night of the Texas State game, this is our start. You know, you're going to find out when he trots out there. They they want a guy to take the job and win it, surely. Yeah, and the worst thing to me is, you know, well, we're going to go into this first game and both of them are going to oh. get snaps and get series. I, I, I'm I'm not a fan of that. Never I'm not have been, Never have been a fan of that. Um, but, again, it's their football team and they know it better than I do. But it, to me, that's that's the last thing you need to have happen for you. The other thing he said in that clip, you know, he mentioned protection. I don't know if it's protection or confidence or whatever. That concerns me, too, because maybe these guys aren't able to take that step forward and, and emerge because, well, they just don't have time back there to emerge. Well, he was asked about the offensive line. A lot of positive things. I think we're looking for just consistency, really. You know, and I think some of it is in competitive spots. I think, I think O-line wise, we are in the spot now to where if it's, if it is a practice drill, if it is um, a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and it's that, I think there's a lot of positive. And there's some, um, there's some edge with it and a whole lot of energy with it. I think when we move into different spots, it's taking that, that style of play and, and applying it like I say, into a stadium or into um, a, a different environment. And so I think there was some good. Um, uh, we can be better. I think the growth and leadership is really strong. I think you know, Xavier Newman, proud of him. Um, he's fighting, and his leadership skills, I think, are um, the best I've ever seen with him. I think Connor Galvin. I'm hear more from Connor in the back than I've ever had. And so, you know, there's a really strong care factor. There's a really strong um, connectedness. And so I think we got that going for us. We'll get to where we need to get to. Called out Newman, called out Galvin, Mm -hmm. said that they're uh, doing a good job. Yeah, 
And look, it, it's a work in progress. Mm-hmm. Make no mistake about it. But that that work in progress, um, your first test is coming down the line quick. And so yeah, no it, scrimmages. I mean, against somebody else. No, no. And so you you've got to have that cohesiveness and that togetherness kind of wrap up pretty quickly, right? Um, you know, and and look, looking good in drills and doing the thing individually is one thing. And when you get into a team environment, it sounded like it was not as good from the offensive line in that team environment. That. That's got to rectify itself in a hurry. Yeah, so the the two issues that we we talked about on the offensive side of the football or, or the football team in general really was the offensive line, how that how that unit was going to come together, what five were going to emerge, mm-hmm. at, you know, and then who was going to be the quarterback, and I don't think we have the answers there yet. To either one of them. No. And, and I promise you, I promise you that the staff – would love for that to take care of itself. Guys win jobs, not not hey, we got to go in and evaluate every single snap on video so we can see who our starting five is going to be and who our starting quarterback is going to be. They don't want that. They no, they and, want and, they and, want and it to happen naturally. Well, that's that's the idea that you want to have and and maybe, you know, and maybe rightfully so from our standpoint, we're spinning it negatively. Maybe it's a positive. Maybe that competition is so good that they haven't separated themselves because they're performing at a high level so well. I I tend not to believe that, but maybe that's the case. No, and, and, and look, again, I, I think when when you got guys competing, that's great. But it's But I think particularly with the leadership role, that a quarterback typically plays on a football team, I think it would the, the team would be best served if somebody would take that job early, not late. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, now, yesterday, Ab- last Saturday scrimmage in, in the that's, spring. That's where you. Yeah, I mean, but you know, at worst case, you know, when you scrimmage, that that's that's kind of a, a that's kind of a game look. Mm-hmm. Go win it there. You know, go win it there, and there's one more this Saturday. I think they're going to do. Man, somebody go win the job. And I and I look. I, I I've said it ten times already in this segment. I honestly believe that the staff would love for somebody to take it, not only in the X's and O's aspect of it, but the leadership aspect of sure. it, and, and guys that you know, and be the guy that the uh, the rest of the team is comfortable rallying around. Mm-hmm. You know, he's that guy. We like that guy. We want that guy to be our guy. And I don't know who that is. No, and look, they may already know who that they, is. They certainly may. They may know who that is. I mean, this may be all about nothing. Mm-hmm. But, uh, again, you know, we haven't been able to see workout on a consistent basis. We haven't been able to see scrimmage on a consistent right. basis. So we really don't know. No. We're just we're just guessing and throwing darts at the board. But I would, f- I would think if somebody was in that position, we would be told, hey, this guy is standing out and he – Right. He's going to make it hard for the other two guys to get on the field. No, I exactly. We I, would know that, I would I think. I would think you would get that, yeah. So, he was asked about just competition in general for playing time and starting positions. Yeah, we, we will push it until we have it set. And so, I think, you know, our goal is to have that prior to that uh, first game. Um, you know, and it may not be at that point, but that is what we're going to try to get, try to do. I think, you know, this past week, fair amount of competitions – 
that have been uh, propped up in practice, and, and some of it was challenging just with the um, you know shells and helmets and all these things that uh, in terms of the procedure of adding on equipment. I think now that we're past that point um, and there's a fair amount of pads on, we can be um, uh, we can have a little bit more variety in the competition that we're pulling out in the daily practices and. You know, we need it for the the, um, the quarterback spot, the O-line spots, and various others. There you go. You just heard him uh, say basically, hey, look, it wasn't going to get one. The job, any job wasn't going to be one when you were in T-shirts and shorts and a helmet. Mm-hmm. Now that we got shoulder pads on and sometimes we're in pants, sometimes we're still in shorts and, you know, what have you. But uh, now that we can get a little more physical and get after it, uh, you know, he, he, they want guys to win jobs. Sure. You know, but as he pointed out, he's not going to rush it. If if somebody doesn't just move to the front of the line and, and look over their shoulder and go, see ya, then he's going to, you know, they'll take it down to the last week or if they have to, and they'll take it right up to game time, and which is the right thing to do. Well, yeah. But ultimately, let's be honest, they want, they, they would like for it naturally to happen and sooner rather than later. I would think so. I would absolutely think so. so all right, uh, there you go. That's a look at what uh, what went on over the weekend with Baylor football. And, again, they'll continue workouts this week and, and scrimmage again on Saturday as uh, they get ready for Texas State coming up in a few weeks. So, it, man, it's here, and it's exciting. Uh, and, you know, and it's fun, Ward, not to be talking about some of the off-the-field stuff, but to be talking about the X's and O's of, uh, of football. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're getting close in – you know, the you can just feel everything ramping up. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, and look again, another you mentioned another scrimmage next Saturday. That just gets her one step closer. Absolutely. Now, speaking of all the off the field stuff, we'll get to that at the bottom of the hour when we visit with uh, Drew Davison of the Fort Worth Star Telegram. Uh, I'll just say this: when I read that the ACC and the Pac-12 and the uh, the Big Ten were all working on some things and the big 12 was not included felt like a kick in the gut i don't know how you felt about it but Mm -hmm. it certainly felt like uh you know someone just just punched the league in the gut and said hey get out of the way we're uh we're going to go do our thing so i don't know we'll 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 see if i'm overreacting we'll talk with (laughs) drew davison coming up at the bottom of the hour Uh, 420 20 minutes after four let's take a second here and let's talk about our good friends over pioneer steel and pipe they've been serving central texas since 1943 they carry all sizes of pipes from one half inch to 24 inches for all your fencing needs also square tubing one half inch to six inches for those weekend projects such as uh ornamental iron jobs and deer stands you know it never too never too early to start working on that deer stand for next uh, hunting season. Uh, they also stock American-made grade 60 rebar, three-eighth inch to three-quarter inch. And if you're uh, if you're building a uh, barn dominium, which of course is the hot new thing now, and you don't know how to get started, you're like. I need someone to kind of point me in the right direction. Well, that someone is Pioneer Steel and Pipe. You see, they service the largest selection of metal building contractors in all of Central Texas, and they would be tickled pink to help point you in the right direction. 
Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Uh, they're located in Bryan and also at 913 South Loop Drive in Orchard Lane. They're open Monday through Friday from 730 until 5 and uh, Saturdays from 8 until noon. And you can check them out 24-7 at PioneerBoys.com. They deliver and they unload as well. We're talking about our good friends at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. A 30 to 40% chance of a scattered shower, maybe an isolated thunderstorm early this evening. Otherwise, it'll be partly cloudy and very humid. Low temperatures falling to 74 degrees. Look for a mix of sun and clouds tomorrow. We do have a 50-50 chance of scattered showers, maybe a thunderstorm, especially in the afternoon, and a high of 93. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. The Baylor Coaches Show. Your chance to hear interviews with coaches from around campus. I think anytime sports do well, all of us do well. When everybody has success, everybody has it. It really helps every program. That's the key to the league's success. Why we've gotten so many teams in the NCAA tournament and why RPI-wise we've been continuing number one ranked conference. It's one through ten. Listen all year long on your home for Baylor Athletics. ESPN Central Texas. Have you heard about the new Quesavira? That's right, Quesavira. Their hottest new food in the country and way cool tacos and tamales at Union Hall is the place to get them. Delicious, savory braised beef on a bed of cheese and corn tortilla. Grilled crispy with onions and cilantro and served with a consomme dipping sauce. Way cool tacos in Union Hall, handcrafted with love and inspired by their family's generations of Tex-Mex recipes. Located in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in Waco. Don't miss the Lone Star Gun Show Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center. You'll find great items at terrific prices on new and used guns, knives, swords, hunting gear, books, coins, medals, and ammo. Best of all, you'll enjoy browsing with the benefit of paying discount prices. Hours are 9 to 5 Saturday, 10 to 4 Sunday. Bring in your old gun and trade up for the gun you've always wanted. Lone Star Gun Show Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center in Belton. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Lynch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. The Dallas Cowboys break camp in Oxnard, and Dak Prescott gets an MRI on his shoulder that showed good progress and is still on schedule to be ready for the season opener against Tampa Bay on September the 9th. Cowboys have an open practice today at the Star in Frisco starting at 6 p.m. Family-friendly activities start at 4. The Pac-12 and the Big Ten and ACC have been in preliminary discussions about forming an alliance likely built around scheduling but could possibly be other areas. Astros start a series with the Royals tonight, 7-10 first pitch, and the Texas Rangers induct. Adrian Beltre and the voice of the Rangers Chuck Morgan into the Rangers Hall of Fame over the weekend. Rangers won their series over the A's and have the day off before starting a series with the Mariners tomorrow night. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. Wow. 
It's 425. Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Cowboys lose, by the way, on uh, Friday night, 19-16. to 16. We uh, failed to mention that. And, again, Ward, we've talked about it, and I'm not sure the Cowboys know who – if they what they really got in their in their quarterback trio, I mean, I think they're pretty comfortable when Dak is healthy. What what they have there, but beyond that, I'm not sure that you know that uh, <laughs> the Cowboys have have that guy. Now I'll say this: uh, <laughs> there's quarterback competition going on in New Orleans for the starting quarterback job, and Sean Payton. <laughs> I, I laugh, but just listen to the tone of Payton's voice when asked about. His two quarterbacks. How would you compare Hill, Hill versus I'm not making any comparisons with the quarterbacks right now. It doesn't matter who really with six turnovers, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. You yeah. turn the ball over six times. You. What's it really matter? You don't need a quarterback. <laughs> What's it really matter? Now, the Cowboys opponent was Arizona on Friday night, and Cliff Kingsbury kind of tickled pink about what they got at the backup spot behind Kyler Murray. I like what I've seen from Colt all camp. I mean, he's um, very sharp, very cerebral, uh, great leader, great with the guys. I mean, he, he's great communicator and all the things you want in that QB room. A great guy from, for Kyler and myself to learn from. He's been in so many different systems. So I thought he came out and handled himself well. And uh, first time in this offense particularly, I thought he did a nice job. Have they said that about any of the Cowboy quarterbacks? Nope. Okay. <laughs> just asking. <laughs> I'm just asking. No. Nope. And Colt's done a nice job yes. with, with the longevity of his career mm-hmm. and being able to, you know, play that backup role. Right. And, you know, I, I think that's a good landing spot for him to be there with Cliff Kingsbury and, and Kyler Murray. Um, you know, I, I don't know how much time he's going to get, but, you know, Not he's, much. he's good with that. And yeah. and he, he does bring a certain aspect to – that quarterback room and that locker room, right? And he's learning. Make no mistake about it. That was his first action in a brand new offense. He sure. Did, so, uh, you know, he he's only going to get better in that offense. But, you know, he's a professional quarterback that figured out. Okay, this is where I, this is where I need to be, and let's go figure out this offense. And he will. He'll figure out the nuances of that offense. Yeah, I, I you know, he, like again, he's done a great job of wherever he's been at to be able to adhere to that backup role mm-hmm. and look there's a lot of guys that have made a great living as a backup quarterback in the nfl and and they know that role and and they do a good job you know i wouldn't be opposed to having a guy like colt mccoy in dallas bingo to to be a backup quarterback that's what you're looking for mm-hmm. that veteran presence that can go out there it's not going to be rattled and and be able to take the offense and and know what to do with it and not try to do too much they don't have that guy right now. Yeah, when when you when a guy like that goes into the huddle, those other ten dudes know, hey, this guy can figure it out. This guy's got it. Absolutely, you know, he, he can play the game. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And, that's and that goes a long way. And in in in, in, in defense, Andy Dalton was that guy. Yes, he was. Until he got sick and got hurt. Well, he got yeah. sick, he got hurt, and he also had an offensive line that got horrendous. Just, just got completely destroyed. Yeah. So I mean, he had he, he had, had a lot, had a lot of things, things going, going wrong for mm-hmm. him. So, you know, and, and here's the thing, and, and, and maybe we find out Saturday night against the Texans, maybe you play Gilbert with the other 10 starters. Now, and he, had, he, and he has not had that yet. But he had some of them on Friday. He had Friday. some of them Friday. He had, he, had, he had a nice receiving core on Friday. He had enough to not be able to say, 
hey, he doesn't have all his weapons. He had enough of the weapons out there. That and he was a little panicky at times. He he should have performed better. Yeah. Right? You know, make right, no mistake I just, about it. I was just trying to throw him a life raft, and I you, you and shot that there. one down. It's a 429. Stay with us. When we come back, we are going to uh, visit with uh, Drew Davison of the Forward Star Telegram. We do that next right here on ESPN Central Texas. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2021. Prescott in the gun. They blitz. Only heard here. Deep ball by Prescott, man. All alone at the goal line. CD Lamb. All season. 43 yards. A touchdown and a touchdown dance. Saturday night, it's your Cowboys and the Houston Texans. Live from AT&T Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. The Cowboys and the Texans, Saturday night at 6 on ESPN Central Texas. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. Ah, music to our ears. Just like the words of Deidre and Dave, real customers who decided to give Good Feet arch supports a try with a free fitting and test walk. The pain would shoot up my heels. I would tiptoe out of bed because my heels hurt so badly. The pain level was over 10, and my doctor recommended that I go to Good Feet and try the arch supports. When I went to the Good Feet store, I had a free consultation. They allowed me to try on the arch supports. And took about three, four steps, turned around and went and sat back down and started to cry. It was the first time that I had no pain. See how our trusted specialists and personally fit arch supports can help with foot, knee, hip, and back pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. Stop by today at the Good Feet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. Corporate retirement has a lot of moving parts, and putting together a thorough plan takes careful preparation. I'm Joe Kaleo with Kaleo Wealth Management. I've spent a lot of time thinking about retirement planning from the perspective of employees and employers. We'd like to build a relationship with you and help you chart a path toward your financial goals. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. The conditions are perfect for a group outing, and this season, the Rangers invite your crew to come out for a ball game. You'll find new group ticket prices starting with just 10 guests, new group spaces too, all in 72-degree comfort at Globe Life Field. Just a few home stands remain at the coolest new summer destination in Texas. Call 972-RANGERS now and let us help you find the best deal or visit TexasRangers.com. It's good to be together again. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Lynch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. The Dallas Cowboys break camp in Oxnard and Dak Prescott gets an MRI on his shoulder that showed good progress and is still on schedule to be ready for the season opener against Tampa Bay on September the 9th. Cowboys have an open practice today at the Star in Frisco starting at 6 p.m. Family-friendly activities start at 4. The Pac-12 and the Big Ten and ACC have been in preliminary discussions about forming an alliance likely built around scheduling but could possibly be other areas. Astros start a series with the Royals tonight, 7-10 first pitch. And the Texas Rangers induct Adrian Beltre and the voice of the Rangers, Chuck Morgan, into the Rangers Hall of Fame over the weekend. Rangers won their series over the A's and have the day off before starting a series with the Mariners tomorrow night. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. 
I swear I thought I heard Ward say that uh, the Rangers won a series, uh, but clearly I was mistaken, right? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, 4.33, welcome into the program. All right, so we're joined now by Drew Davidson of the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. Drew, the, uh, I-, I ran over the weekend where the Big Ten, the ACC, and uh, and the Pac-12 are, are working on an alliance, and it kind of felt like a punch in the gut. Am I, am I right or am I overreacting? No, I, I definitely think you're right, much like uh, your shot at the Rangers. Uh, <laughs> but, no, in all honesty, uh, you, you know, the, the Big 12, especially after, you know, word leaked, broke, whatever you want to call it, that, you know, Bob Bullsby met with the Pac-12 commissioner, uh, you know, a week ago or 10 days ago. And now the Pac-12 talking with the ACC and the Big 10, it, it is kind of a punch the gut. It, it, it's kind of another sign, another reminder that, hey, the remaining eight may not be as attractive uh, as they would all like to think they are. So we'll kind of see. But certainly, uh, yeah, I would not say that vote voted well for, for the remaining eight Big 12 teams. So what does Bowlesby do to try to keep this thing unified? Well, I, I think just that, that he has to just, you know, keep selling that, hey, us eight remaining together is our best plan. And I think as of now, that's kind of, you know, been the case. I don't think, and granted, you know, I think it's kind of been a rude awakening for all eight of these that they're not on anyone's short list. But, you know, that's not really a knock on any of the eight. I mean, if the Pac-12 lost USC and UCLA, I don't think Washington State and Oregon State are going to have just all these conferences begging them to join so it's going to take some time and some sales pitches from from the conference and the schools individually potentially about what they can bring and what they can provide but uh it's certainly you know they're kind of less scrambling but at the end of the day they they seem united uh somewhat because they all want to make sure OU and UT either live up to the contract or, or pay the appropriate exit fees so I, I do think they're united in that front in, in terms of they've all got a common enemy and, and then at some point they may have to flip the page and look at potentially expanding and seeing if the big 12 is a viable league by adding uh you know some of these top group of five teams does that ramp up that discussion that you just talked about expanding this league and going out and finding i, I think it go ahead Oh, no, no. Well, I, I was just going to say, I, I think it should. You know, if, if it does, we'll see. But, I I mean, I, I don't know how you, you kind of sit there and see. You know, everyone kind of wants to preach, preach patience right now and, and kind of, hey, this isn't going to happen overnight. But at the same time, you know, these other leagues are talking to each other. And, and let's be real, if the Big Ten, as, there's going to be a point where, you know, hey, an Oklahoma State or a Texas Tech or a Baylor or a TCU or a Kansas – maybe attracted to one of these leagues because all of them are kind of there for the taking, right? And, you know, does the ACC want to, you know, double down on basketball and go get a Kansas before maybe the Big Ten or whatnot? You know, some of these schools may be, or or a Baylor or, you know, if the Pac-12 wants to get into Texas, obviously you've got kind of your pick right now of Tech, ECU, Baylor, or some combination of the three. So uh, you, you would think that would kind of ramp it up on all sides, and from the Big 12 perspective, absolutely, they should probably start 
you know, going back to their 2016 list and, and looking at, okay, here's what Houston brought, here's what Memphis could bring, here's what Cincy could bring, and, and go on down the list and just see, you know, what makes sense, if any, uh, as far as expansion candidates. Is this a, a panic move on the part of, you know, the Pac-12 and those conferences getting together because of what the SEC did, you think? Uh, partly, and I also think partly I, n- none of the leagues are going to be able to match what the SEC did in terms of uh, OU and Texas Hall. You know, I mean, those two programs, I really don't see a USC and UCLA bolting the Pac-12 or uh, Clemson and Florida State leaving the ACC at this point, right? So, I, I mean, none of those leagues, I think, are in position to kind of make a splash like the SEC did, so to speak. So that's why I think uh, – I don't know if it's necessarily panic, but I think it's probably a realization of, hey, what's the best path forward for all of us? Do we all need to go up to 16 teams like the SEC? Do we stay where we're at and, and – you know, form a scheduling alliance or whatnot and, and have some really marquee games in the non-conference. Uh, so I think they're just – I think everyone's just kind of weighing options and, and exploring what might be the best path. Is this the best path for them to try to, especially with college football playoff, having the expansion and looking like it's going to go that direction? Do they feel like that having those non-conference elite games is going to give them the best path to maybe get invited to the party? Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, I, you know, when you kind of look at and break down the different options, I mean, uh, you, you need to try and match the SEC in some regard. So, however that shakes out. But I also think, you know, they could also, you know, is an expanded playoffs to 12 really the route you want to go? Or, or do you maybe cut it back to six where, you know, you, you can't have an SEC overload, so to speak? Uh, in the CFP. So I think these are all kind of questions that have to be answered and, and will be answered uh, here in the coming months. Drew, it seems like everything catches Bob Bowlesby, Bob Bowlesby by surprise or off guard, and he's reactive and not proactive. Do you have any faith that, that he can lead the Big 12 into any kind of future? Well, certainly, uh, you, you know, when you lose your two flagships, that, that raises uh, eyebrows, not only in the Big 12, but across the country. But it, I, I will say Bob Olsby is a very, very well-respected uh, college and athletic administrator, um, you know, who, who has a lot of experience and has been through a lot of different things. And, you know, just, you know, last off season the Big 12 really kind of came together and, and found a way to play a season during a pandemic. So, uh, you know, it's not like he's incapable of leading, but certainly uh, this, this does not look good or, or well uh, on his watch. It's kind of gotten to the point where, okay, you know, you, you've got to be proactive. You've talked to the Pac-12, and, and then the Pac-12 turns around and is talking to the ACC and Big Ten. You know, it, maybe, you know, it's time to talk to those group of five schools, see what's possibly out there. You know, maybe talk to TV networks and see what sort of package is available if you add schools X, Y, Z. Um, but, yeah, with that being said, I mean, obviously this is, uh, you know, <laughs> losing OU in Texas uh, 
certainly isn't a good look under his watch. Hey, Drew, man, we appreciate your time. Thanks so much for uh, for being with us. Uh, and, again, it's, we'll uh, we'll stay tuned. But it's it's just interesting how this thing is just unfolding. And, and sometimes it feels like the, our league is, is just kind of spectating. And, and it's just kind of tough to watch. Yeah, no, it is. And, and something – there seems to be a new wrinkle every day, and it's usually not a positive for the Big 12. <laughs> you know, you're right. We'll, we'll see, though. <laughs> hey, Drew, thanks. Appreciate your time. We'll, we'll talk to you soon. Now, I, he's on top of it. I've, uh, I read a lot of his stuff. Drew Javison from the Fort Worth Star-Telegram does a great job there. It's a 442. We're 18 away from five. Coming up next, we're going to talk with John Machota of the uh, of the Athletic and get, uh, get up to date on the Dallas Cowboys. We'll do that next right here on ESPN Central Texas. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2021. Prescott in the gun. They blitz. Only heard here. here. Deep ball by Prescott. Man all alone at the goal line. CD Lamb. All season. 43 yards. A touchdown and a touchdown dance. Saturday night, it's your Cowboys and the Houston Texans live from AT&T Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. The Cowboys and the Texans, Saturday night at 6 on ESPN Central Texas. The monster trucks are coming. Are you ready for some mud? The Mud Fest is coming to the Riesel Lions Club Fairgrounds Friday and Saturday, August 20th and 21st. The Riesel Lions Club is proud to announce the return of the 2021 McLennan County Mud Fest, featuring side-by-side drag racing in the mud with some of the fastest mud dragsters on the planet, plus mega trucks. Come watch the 2,500 horsepower monster trucks tear up the all-new redesigned course with bigger jumps than ever before. These monster mega trucks will have you on the edge of your seat as they battle it out. Tough trucks, UTV side-by-side racing, and mega truck freestyle is sure to Press, kids' power wheel races, and much, much more. Gates open at 6, show starts at 7 both nights. It's the McLennan County Mud Fest, August 20th and 21st at the Riesel Lions Club Fairgrounds. Buy your tickets at the gate. $20 for adults, $10 for kids ages 5 to 12, and 4 and under are free. Event is BYOB with a $10 cooler charge. Hands only, please. Limited seating is available, so bring a lawn chair. Special thanks to RDO Equipment, Slowboy Trucking, and United Rolls. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixins. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a Thai manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All openings start at $17 an hour or more. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco, to apply. Texas is open for business, and as potential customers re-emerge, now is the time to reach them. Your proud Texas business needs customers, and customers need your products and services. So let Eminem Broadcasters bring you together. Eminem has a variety of specialized radio stations, each designed to reach a specific audience. Advertising grows your business. Email today to info at mmbwaco.com or call 254-772-0930. That's 254-772-0930.
All right, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We're joined now by John Machota of The Athletic. John, good afternoon. Thanks for your time today, man. No, no problem at all. Hey, appreciate you being with us. Let, let's dive into this thing. And, and we've had a lot of conversations uh, about quarterback play with the Cowboys. And, and start there for us. Uh, just your overall impressions of how the, the backups played against Arizona. I thought it was just okay. I mean, they probably didn't get – Garrett Gilbert didn't get the greatest chance to succeed considering uh, he probably was worried about if he was even going to snap to him or if it was going to be on the ground or <laughs> – so even getting past that probably, you know, that probably made it a little bit difficult on him. So I don't want to grade him too difficultly or too too critically on that. But uh, I, I don't think anybody that's watched any of their OTAs, mini camp, training camp, these preseason games would say, oh yeah, they're absolutely set at, at backup quarterback. They can just roll in the season. They're good to go there. I mean, they, there's a good chance Garrett Gilbert's their backup, but they could certainly upgrade there if the right possibility, you know, the right situation presented itself. But you know, I don't think that they're going to get someone to fall in their lap like they did last year with Andy Dalton. And they're not going to spend big on a, on a uh, backup quarterback, which they made clear during free agency. So I think that if you were you've set in a Vegas like thing on this, it, it's clearly Garrett Gilbert's the favorite. But when teams start trimming down their roster, somebody becomes available, a veteran that uh, the Cowboys didn't think would become available, and, and then that guy ends up being their backup. But as of right now, I think it's Garrett Gilbert. And, and he's been fine. Um, I think he could do the same thing he did last year. I think he can come into a, a game here or there and give you a chance to win. I, I don't know that you want him to be your starter for six, seven, eight games if, if Dak was to go down for an extended period of time. Is the offensive line a big concern after the first two preseason games? Like, uh, more than anything else, the depth, who's the number two at center, who's the number two at swing tackle? Have any of those questions been answered yet at all, John? They're in the process of being answered. I mean, with the with – the, offensive line i mean it, it all comes down to really the same thing as last year what's the health of tyron smith lyle Cox? those three everything else will work itself out because as long as you have those three like even if they needed to zach martin to move to a different position or something like that even if you lost one of those guys he could certainly do it he showed he showed that last year before he got injured and that he can play tackle if need be and i think tyler biotis is fine at center i think that they're in a good good spot there if if tyler biotis goes down then who's your backup center because as of right now I don't, I don't think they can feel very confident in Connor Williams doing that. But I think Connor Williams has been solid at left guard. And so if, if you have that starting lineup that you're supposed to have and they're all healthy, this will be one of the best offensive lines in football. It's the depth behind them where you kind of worry, particularly at tackle, because I think even at guard, if you were to lose one of those guys, Connor McGovern can come in and, and play well. Brandon Knight can fill in at one of the guard spots. You can move some pieces around there. It's what do you have at backup offensive tackle with, with Ty Naseki and Terrence Steele and Brandon Knight playing those positions. That's that's where you, you you get a little nervous, but you have to think that they're not going to have the same injuries that they had last year. I mean, there was a little bit of bad luck involved there to lose all three of those top guys. So if you can just have two of those three, if not all three, you should be in good shape. Talking with John Machota of the Athletic, John, and all of a sudden the Cowboys get thin at D tackle with uh, Gallimore going down for six to eight weeks. Yeah, and even with Gallimore, it was already probably the thinnest position. You know, I mean, that Tristan Hill hasn't been able to do anything other than work off to the side uh, with an athletic trainer during practices because he's still on the physically unable to perform list with that, you know, knee injury he suffered last year in week five. And so, you know, he's a candidate to potentially start the season on, on PUP. So you don't know what you really have there. He hasn't practiced at all. Now you lose Gallimore. So you're really down to four guys that 
that you can kind of trust, and that's Brent Urban, Carlos Watkins, and then the two young guys in, in Oso Digizua and Quentin Bohanna. And that's fine. I mean, they can be okay, but I don't I don't think anybody looks at it as like this is all of a sudden solid or, or even a strength to the team. I mean, I, I feel like if there was a better defensive tackle class in this year's draft that they probably would address that in the first round over Micah Parsons or one of the corners. I mean, D-tackle has been something that they've needed help at for a while now. And uh, as you look at the roster right now, it, they still need a lot of help. So, uh, yeah, Neville Gallimore had probably the most side of any of these guys going into the season. Uh, they're a little bit fortunate. I thought he was going to be out longer. It looks like it's going to be maybe a month uh, starting right now. So maybe he only misses two or three games where I thought he could be missing the first when you saw how bad that, that elbow injury looked and how much pain he was in. So they need to get him back. But in the time being, I mean, they really need a lot out of Brent Urban and Carlos Watkins. And you really just don't know what you're going to have there because they're guys that they just signed in free agency. And those aren't, those aren't guys that were big money free agents. Those are guys that were kind of filling the roster spots. John, has anybody for you stood out as to be the guy on the other side of Trayvon Diggs at cornerback yet? Nobody's really jumped out. I mean, there's been flashes, you know, out in Oxnard, there'd be a day where, like, you know, Nishan Wright would impress you or, or Calvin Joseph or maybe Anthony Brown. I mean, outside of Trayvon Diggs, the most impressive corner in camp and in the preseason has been Maurice Kennedy, and I think they want him to play in the slot. And so that's where he's been the best at. But his ball skills, even Mike McCarthy was talking about the other day, they've even, they're even better than what he thought they were going to be. So I'd say he's been the second most impressive. But, you know, you're talking about going into week one against the defending Super Bowl champions, Tom Brady. I, I, don't, I don't think you can put a Nishan Wright or a Kelvin Joseph out there right now. I think you have to go with Anthony Brown. You have to go with a veteran guy uh, in that matchup. Now, I could see, as, as of right now, I'd predict that Anthony Brown probably starts the first few games, maybe in the first half of the season. But by the end of the year, I think Calvin, Calvin Joseph wins that other outside cornerback spot because I do think he has, he has upside. You see the flashes. I just think that because of the limited amount of reps he's gotten, even in college and then in, into this OTA's minicamp and then in a training camp, I just think he needs more time. And he's just going to have, like you saw, you know, defending Christian Kirk. There's just going to be some, you know, growing pains with it. That's what comes with it. So uh, I don't know that he'll be your week one starter, but I think eventually that your starting corners will be Calvin Joseph and Trayvon Diggs. Cowboys play the Texans uh, on uh... – on Saturday night, in in years past and a long time ago, I guess uh, that that third preseason or the last the preseason game before the last one was always kind of a dress rehearsal. Is is that still the case? Is that going to be the case this Saturday night with with Dallas and Houston? If it's it's interesting because that was the plan because they had you know even ever even though everyone lost the preseason game because of adding the additional regular season game. The Cowboys still had their four because of the Hall of Fame game. So that was the plan. But here's the thing. When you don't have Dak Prescott or because you're trying to limit how much he does coming back, if Dak isn't going to play in that game, it really doesn't make a ton of sense to put all your other offensive starters out there. And it's the same thing with Dak. Like, it doesn't make sense if, like, if Dak really ramps up things today and this week and they're like, you know what, let's just wait till that last preseason game. Even in that last one, you don't want to play him unless that entire first team offensive line is out there. So – it all kind of it kind of hinges on Dak. Like it, I mean, whatever they think he can do, I think then the pieces around him fill in, you know. And because he hasn't been able to go, I don't think that they see a big reason to like, yeah, we need to throw out Zeke and Kyron Smith and, and Zach Martin, you know. They the only reason Lyle Collins has been playing is because he missed all of last season and he's and he's lost a decent amount of weight. He's you know getting back into playing shape. He looks to be you know playing some of his best ball. So that's why he's been out there for a couple of series. And Ceedee Lamb's still young and things like that. 
But on defense, I think you could you could see some of their starters. Maybe Randy Randy Gregory get some snaps. Maybe Demarcus Lawrence. But it isn't going to be like not it's not even that long ago, really. Where that third preseason game, you could see starters play almost the entire first half. Like mm-hmm. yeah, that, that's not happening. Well, and I was kind of hoping that maybe Garrett Gilbert could get could get a couple of series with with the entire starting offensive unit. With the obviously with the exception of Dak, but I don't guess that's going to happen now. Yeah, I mean he could. I mean, I just don't. I'd be I'd be surprised if it was more than a series. If you did even have you know Tyron out there and, and Zach Martin, and, and I really don't think you're going to see Ezekiel Elliott at all in the preseason. I thought it was one of the most telling things. I mean, there were a lot of great highlights from that that first episode of Hard Knocks. But I thought one of the most interesting was Mike McCarthy talking to Stephen Jones before one of those practices early in camp about how you know you look at Zeke's workload throughout his career up to this point. Like we don't need to be working him that much. You know, I mean it's very. For a guy like Mike McCarthy, who, who really is into the analytics, as you obviously saw in that episode as well with the GPS on Dak and his workouts and stuff like that, I, I just get the sense that Zeke's going to see any, any time in the preseason. So if Gilbert does, it could be behind the first-team offensive line, um, but maybe that's with C.D. Lamb and Michael Gallup. But I don't see Zeke, Dak, um, you know, Amari Cooper. Yeah, I, I just don't see them playing very much, if at all, in the preseason. Your thoughts on hard knocks, John? You know, it's funny because when I the very first day we were out there for the opening news conference, you know, I was kind of telling some of the other reporters, I was like, they have all these people out here and they get all this access. Like, they better have good stuff. Like, if you don't have good stuff with all this access, <laughs> you're just. And, and, and so I set the expectations super high, and I'll be honest with you, they exceeded it for me. Like, I thought it was awesome. I thought they did a great job. Uh, they set the bar very high for the rest of, of, of this. Well, they got four episodes left, so the rest of this series. And it's. <laughs> So after the episode was over, I wrote something for The Athletic about it and how much I enjoyed it. And there were people in the comments talking about how, like, they didn't focus enough on the, on the guys in the roster bubble. And, I mean, I guess it just is an example of everybody's different. But just to be honest, I don't care about those stories on this team. Right. There's just too much other stuff to talk about on this particular team than the guys that might make the roster at the very back end that aren't going aren't to be a factor on Sunday. So, I mean, other teams that might be – you know, it might be interesting, but there's just too many good storylines on this team right now, and I like that they're focusing on all the stars and things like that. I mean, just between CeeDee Lamb and Micah Parsons, like, just follow them around. Heck, you can just follow Ezekiel Elliott around doing just everyday <laughs> life tasks. Just follow Zeke to put gas in his car. Follow Zeke brushing his teeth. Uh, you know, I mean, whatever you want to do, like, I think that that would be entertaining. So riding the bike. I, I thought, absolutely, riding a bike, you know, wrapping a present. I I thought it was awesome. Like, I really set the bar high for, for the rest of this. I think, I think it was outstanding. I did, too. I enjoyed it a lot. Speaking of rosters, it, is there going to be any surprises, you think, in the first cut coming up tomorrow? I don't think so. You know, I mean, and that's why they're surprises, because you, you never know. But I, I really don't think so. Um you know, Stephen Jones has talked about it a couple times at camp about just how deep that this roster is, particularly, um, you know, cutting it down to 53 and how he feels like they're probably around like 65 to 68 guys that are going to be worthy of the roster spot. And so I think they already know, like, who those guys will be that will trim it down five spots. And they know on the next cut, too, it's going to be that getting down to 53 where there could be, could be some surprises. You know, I know. I know fans and, and, and media, I mean, we're, we're, we're guilty of it too, but, uh, you know, we're, we've been very critical of Jalen Smith with, I mean, rightfully so with, with his play in that. I just still don't think that he would be a guy that obviously would be surprised because of his salary, um, but I, even with him, I, I just don't see them cutting him. I, I, I think that they'd rather have the depth at linebacker than to just cut him loose, and then obviously they would still owe him money anyway. But, 
uh, he would be the one that is probably not playing up to you know the dollar amount, and then certainly what you've seen from Micah Parsons and Keanu Neal, and and even Leighton Vander has had a, had a good training camp. So it's like all of a sudden you're like, well, this guy that's led us in tackles the last two years, like where does he really fit in with this group? So, uh, but even with that, I don't I don't think he'll get cut either though. I I I, I don't think it's going to be I don't think there's going to be very many surprises. I really don't. Open practice uh, tonight for the Cowboys. Is that what you're working on for the Athletic? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, this is going to be interesting because you got fans there, and, and we're going to get to watch it. We'll get to talk to Mike McCarthy. The biggest thing for me is just what does Dak do? You know, I mean, he's been able to throw a little bit in, in the last two practices. He threw a little bit before the game in Arizona, and then he had the MRI here on Saturday, and they got good results on that. And so it seems like he's ready to ramp it up a little bit, but – Team drills is what matters. That's what I'm interested to see. Is he going to do any team drills today? Because um, he hasn't done any. Because when they were going to do him the team drills and pads out in Oxnard, uh, that was the day, uh, July 28th, that he you know pulled himself out of one of the drills before they even got the team drills. So he's got to do that before they'd ever even think of putting him in a preseason game. So maybe that happens tonight. Maybe that doesn't happen until later in the week. Maybe it doesn't happen until next week. But that's definitely the thing I think most of us are, are going to have our eye on. Hey, John Wynn, we appreciate your time. Thanks so much uh, for the insight, and we'll talk to you soon. Sounds good, guys. Thanks for having me on. There you go. John Machota of The Athletic. Man, you want to talk about somebody on top of the Cowboys. Oh, he is. <laughs> He's got He's it great. Up. He's got good stuff going on. All right, uh, coming up in a couple of minutes, we're going we're gonna to talk some college football with the head football coach of the Crusaders of UMHB, Coach Pete Fredenberg. We'll do that coming up in just a second. But right now, we're going to talk about Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. And summer sales are going on now at Alan Samuels with the all-new 2021 Jeep Grand Cherokee L arriving in stock now this beautiful rugged third row seat carries the prestigious jeep heritage the 2021 jeep grand cherokee laredo with values of 2500 or zero percent for 28 months plus two thousand dollars in bonus cash from our friends at Alan Samuels. Alan Samuels is at 201 West Loop 340, right down from Highway 84, and they believe in service. Service before the sale, service during the sale, and, of course, service after the sale. Ted Teague and his group are waiting to see you. Go check them out today at Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. They're at 201 West Loop 340, your friend in the car business. Slipping one man. It's Sneed. He's into the end zone. Wow, what a move. Shotgun. He's pressured and he's down. Hit by Bernard. He's ready. Pass is caught. Touchdown, Bears. Pass intercepted. This will be a pick six into the end zone. He's got Abner for a touchdown. Listen all season long on your home for Bears football. ESPN Central Texas. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget, check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. 
It's time now for The Naked Truck, the ongoing saga of the battle to end truck nudity, presented by Pickup Outfitters. In this episode, we find Amanda and Brad on a date. Oh, Amanda, will you... Brad, I'm sorry. I just can't go out with you in this truck anymore. It's just so bare. You have nothing on this truck. But I have these subs that I bought online. Online? Really? Subwoofers are just a way for a man to make up for his lack of equipment. I am going out with Justin. Oh, I know why. It's not just because he has a big dually. It's not the size of the truck that matters. You have tunes that give me a headache. Justin has running boards and a hitch to pull his boat. That's just because he goes to pick up outfitters. Maybe you should take a lesson, Brad. Will Amanda and Justin find happiness? Will Brad go to pick up outfitters? Tune in again to The Naked Truck. Brought to you by Pickup Outfitters, 220 Lake Your Drive in Waco. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Texas is open for business, and as potential customers re-emerge, now is the time to reach them. Your proud Texas business needs customers, and customers need your products and services. So let Eminem Broadcasters bring you together. Eminem has a variety of specialized radio stations, each designed to reach a specific audience. Advertising grows your business. Email today to info at mmbwaco.com or call 254-772-0930. That's 254-772-0930. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. All right, 504. Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Barfield, Ward White, Aaron Sexton. We're glad you're with us. And we're joined now by the head coach of the Crusaders, Coach Pete Fredenberg. Coach, good afternoon. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Doing terrific. We appreciate your time today. Hey, t- yes, sir. talk a little bit about uh, how, how you're approaching fall camp. You, you came off of, you know, with COVID, we played a spring season. You played four or five football games in the spring. Has that changed how you approach this fall camp? Um, you know, not really. We have uh, – we have um, – Obviously, we're still very cautious. We have got our squad divided up into five different dressing rooms. We're still very cautious about meeting in big groups. So I think I think that what COVID taught us was just to try to do everything we can to stay safe 
and uh, that's what we're trying to do. We are, however, looking forward to playing a, a, a regular season game, regular season schedule. Um, right now, that's where we're headed. I hope. Coach, with that, being able to play in the spring and, and have that, do you feel like that that helped your team prepare for this fall and, and be ahead of schedule than you normally would be at this time? Oh, my gosh, Ward. We have, you know, you just look at our personnel, and we've got guys that went through seven weeks of spring training in the fall, and then they went through a, a, a seven-week um, season in the spring. Um freshman guys with uh, that have had a tremendous amount of uh, coaching and uh, playing and uh, expectations of of our program and so that they're back they're all back and it's it, it's exciting uh you know we we probably got one of the strongest group of freshmen uh, guys we've ever had and uh, they're going to have a very difficult time uh, getting in on the varsity just because we've got so many good players back. And, and that's what I was kind of asking, Coach. With with as many snaps as, as your guys got in the spring, do you kind of back that down a little bit in the fall, or do you still go full steam ahead? No, we're going to go full steam ahead. We've... Uh, we we feel good about what we've got and and uh, and the personnel and you know our expectations are have, as well you know are very high and our players expect that and that's what we're going to do. Coach, being able to have the split practices with the returners in the morning and the newcomers in the afternoon, does that help you evaluate those newcomers because they're all in one group together? Oh yeah. And you know, it it wears our coaches out. But uh, <laughs> you know, the, the old days of not of two a days. You know, we can't go two a days anymore with the players, but we're doing it with our coaches. So, but it really gives them a great opportunity to evaluate everybody. It gives it gives our 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 freshmen and and transfers an opportunity to show what they're capable of doing. And I think it's very rewarding as. As, and, and plus, it gets us out of the heat of the day. At quarterback and some of the other positions, you've got a lot of returners coming back on offense with nine offensive players coming back to that offense uh, that won that spring championship. How much does that help them in their position, like at quarterback, have the confidence that they need to have getting into the fall games? No, I think they're enormously confident right now, and you know they uh, they understand what we're trying to do. The coaches are all back, the players are back, and it's just it just it's a real positive deal that uh, uh, that you don't have to retrain a bunch of guys. And uh, you know, and again, I, I I feel very very comfortable with the quality of freshmen that we have. That if we can uh, let them have a year to grow and develop, they're going to be awesome as well. How much do you get to do more actual teaching and coaching because of being ahead of the game right now? Well, we are ahead of the game. I mean, we're advanced, and right now we're moving moving them along pretty fast. We've uh, obviously been split up like we are, and uh, the length of practices are, are down somewhat. Um, but but uh, but we're able we're able to utilize that and speed it up just simply because kids uh, know know what we're doing and have experienced all the practices they had before. Don't you think that that is better going into because you can reduce practice time 
and not have to worry about backing off of them before the game and, and maybe losing some precious time right before the first game? No, I, I think I think so. And, you know, I, again, we'll, we'll see the proofs in the pudding, but um, we, we, we're practicing extremely well and our players are responding. And, uh, you know, it, I, it's just a lot of fun right now. Defense has 10 starters coming back as well. And, and on the defensive side of the ball, they take a lot of pride and they love the shutouts. How excited are you to watch this defense kind of unfold for the fall? Well, I'm, I'm very excited. You know, we felt like going into the – the last year that we were had lost some uh, great players, especially up front in the defensive line, and there's it's it's kind of helped us develop those guys that we had uh, three freshman defensive tackles that played all through the uh, spring in the fall and the fall in the spring, and uh, they've really developed into some good players. So you know, it's like they're really veterans that they've. Um, they, they've experienced all the ups and downs, and um, and the and the toughness and stuff that it takes to play in there. So, yeah, I'm excited about them. And then we've uh, got some additional guys that transferred in. So, I think we're, we're we look pretty good in the defensive line. Coach uh, Pete Fredenberg with us here on ESPN Central Texas, head coach of the Crusaders of UMHB. And, and coach, special teams is a place that you take a lot of pride in. And with this much competition, fighting for positions, that only helps your special teams. How how much is your special teams going to play into a factor this year? Well, you know, I, I don't know. I can't remember how many uh, punt returns we had in 18, but uh, both of the, both of those guys are back, and K.J. Miller and Aaron Sims, uh, guys that are very capable of breaking a ball game open, um, and they'll also be on kickoff returns. And we've added some other guys that are very talented and some guys that are going to be able to step in there and help us some with that, with that skill set. I think that our punter and our kickers are both back. So, uh, yeah, our special teams – um, you know, we we take we we work hard at our special teams, and you got to have quality people, and we feel like that we do. Coach, uh, do you guys have a scrimmage plan leading up to the September fourth kickoff? We we will have to scrimmage each other. We we had scrimmages set up with <clears throat> Mexico, two teams that are coming out of Mexico, and then they wouldn't let them come across the border. I guess they ought to go down to La Jolla and come in with the rest of the immigrants. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can get a busload of them through. Might be able to do that, Coach. Coach Pete yeah. Redenberg with us here on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, Coach, I appreciate you hopping on with us and, and spending a little bit of time with us and look forward to seeing you down the line. Thank you very much. I appreciate you guys. See you later, Pete. Pete Fredenberg, <laughs> coach of the UMHB Crusaders. He's the best. Yeah, he is. He's fun. But, you know, he spent, what, 13 years here as the D.C. at, uh, at mm -hmm. Baylor. Yeah. And then the D.C. over at LSU. Uh, been there, done that, and got a T-shirt. You yeah. know what I mean? And he's, he started this program, and it was started right, and mm -hmm. just done an outstanding job there. I, I'm really excited about the season. You know, I was going to ask him, and I forgot to. Uh, th there's a lot of conversation going on in Tampa right now where Bruce Arians is screaming and hollering and throwing stuff and, and Tom Brady's throwing his helmet down and, and stomping around. And, you know, it's you know what it's about. It's about the Super Bowl hangover, mm -hmm. right? Well, when you look at UMHB's program, every year they're there. 
every year they're there. They don't either. They don't have to guard against that, or they know what they. I mean, I don't. I want to know, know what the what expectations. The, well, are. yeah, but what's the secret? Uh, you know, <laughs> that's. I mean, he he's got. There's Going, something. The, the secret is going out and recruiting the players that have the confidence to come in and don't want to be that guy mm-hmm. or that class that, that blows up in their face. Yeah, that guy I mean, that know. guy may get to stand over there on the <laughs> sideline if he's that guy. <laughs> so, but yeah, it, it's going to be fun to watch. I mean, the yeah. rank number two in the country going into the season, that's not a, a new place for the Crusaders either. So uh, it, it's it's going to be fun. And, look, they, they open September 4th against Simpson College at home at UMHB. And, you know, being able to be in front of a full crowd, I'm sure that that's – that's something else that they're talking about that's on their mind as well, uh, being in a full stadium. So that's that's going to be fun to watch that. All right, uh, there you go. It's 514, 14 minutes after 5. Y- and, you know, we uh, – uh, one of our sales guys, Terry Tacker, and I uh, happened to be down in the Belton area, and we dropped by back during the spring and just visited with Pete. Hadn't seen Pete in a while, and, and you'd have thought we were just there yesterday. I mean, he makes you feel that welcome when you when you when you visit with him and go by and see him. Uh, just you know, terrific guy. All right, uh, fourteen after five, and and let me let me just make this note. Congratulations to our own Ward Whites. He <laughs> will be handling the play-by-play duties for the UMHB Crusaders this fall. So every Saturday afternoon on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas, you'll be able to hear Ward calling UMHB football, and that's uh, that's exciting stuff. Yeah, very exciting. I, I'm very blessed and honored to be able to, to uh, uh, fill into that seat and had a great time doing it in the spring uh, and made it a permanent deal uh, this fall. So um, thanks to uh, Coach Kerr and all the staff over there for allowing me to be able to do this. And I uh, just hope I don't get in anybody's way. <laughs> I don't think you'll, you'll be in anybody's way. Uh, 15 after 5. Let's take a second and talk about our friends over at Circle Drug. I, I got to tell you, and I've mentioned this before, you know, on Saturdays, they're open from 10 till 2. And, and, and look, or, or actually 9 till 2. I said 10. They're actually open 9 till 2. That two hours, you know, a lot of people open a half a day on Saturday, but I'm just telling you, I'm, I was here at work Saturday, and I'm bopping along, and it's about 1.40, and I looked down, and I went, oh, my goodness, I forget. I was able to get in my vehicle and drive over to Circle Drug and, and get my prescriptions and, and, and pick them up. It, again, it, it wasn't their fault. It was my fault. The day before, they texted me and said, hey, your stuff is ready, and that's what they do. When you, when you have a prescription on order with, with Circle Drug, you don't have to go over there or call or any of that kind of stuff to find out when your prescription is going to be ready. They're going to text you. They've got your phone number. They're going to text you and say, hey, you've got uh, three prescriptions ready to be picked up or whatever the case may be. And, and I just think that's one of the great services that they provide. And the other is being open till 2 o'clock on Saturday. I'm sure like everybody else, they like to be off on Saturday, but they know how important it is for people who work, you know, late hours that they have that opportunity on Saturday to run by there and uh, and pick up prescriptions and that's why they do that. Uh, they're locally owned, locally operated. 
uh, your full-service uh, drugstore and pharmacy is Circle Drug. 3211 Robinson Drive. And, you know, I, I say 3211 Robinson Drive. I, I, it's really at the cor- corner of Garden and Robinson, but officially it's 3211 Robinson Drive. And, and Garden, by the way, starts out as New Road, and at some point down around University High School or someplace in that area, it goes from Robinson to Garden Drive. But they're at the corner of Garden Drive, and uh, and Robinson Drive, and I'm telling you, great a great selection of uh, over-the-counter medications, fast, friendly customer service, uh, and again, they deliver. Uh, if you're so busy you can't get get by there, they'll deliver it for you, free delivery. Uh, they got a drive-through window, curbside service, walk-up window, and again, they're open Monday through Friday, nine to six, and Saturday nine to two. They're trying to create those hours for you so that you can make it very convenient on you. And it's uh, it, you know again locally owned, independent pharmacy, and really and truly your one-stop shop for all your pharmaceutical needs and medical supply needs. They've got uh, they got all kinds of things over there. They got diabetic shoes and, and and they'll help you with the insurance i mean you say hey, i don't know what i'm doing which in my case is the truth you go in there they'll take care of you they'll help you out good folks over there steve and his staff will uh, would love to see you it is circle drug and they're at 3211 robinson drive Hey everyone, with today's Cowboys Report, I'm Christy Scales. We're back at the Star in Frisco where tonight's practice is open to the public. But three good young players won't participate following injuries in Friday's loss at Arizona. Details after this. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. Whether you're getting ready to purchase a home, setting up a college fund for your kids, or preparing for retirement, you're working hard to live a life you love. And you deserve peace of mind knowing your home, loved ones, and future are protected. At SWBC, we can help you assess your personal situation and create a customized solution to make sure you're prepared for whatever life throws your way. Visit SWBC.com to learn about your mortgage, insurance, and wealth management options today. That's SWBC.com. The Cowboys were defeated 19-16 by the Cardinals in preseason action Friday, but the bigger loss was injury. Starting defensive tackle Neville Gallimore will miss up to two months with a dislocated elbow. And backup tight end Sean McCune and receiver Malik Turner suffered ankle and foot injuries respectively. The Gallimore injury is a blow to a thin defensive line, but if there were a bright spot Friday, it was Dorrance Armstrong whose two sacks showed the way he's improved his game. Everything, my get off, hands, just more aware of being a student of the game. It's just all making sense now. Tonight is the first camp practice in Frisco. The preseason home opener is Saturday night hosting the Texans. From Cowboys Camp at the Star, I'm Christy Scales. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. A 30 to 40% chance of a scattered shower, maybe an isolated thunderstorm early this evening. Otherwise, it'll be partly cloudy and very humid. Low temperatures falling to 74 degrees. Look for a mix of sun and clouds tomorrow. We do have a 50-50 chance of scattered showers, maybe a thunderstorm, especially in the afternoon, and a high of 93. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. 
recently on the John Moore Show. And we said uh, spreading that culture of joy now onto the next level. Isn't that great to see? Oh, it is great and, uh, to hear their interviews and just how they've conducted themselves. And like your four guys, no matter who you talk to, they love one another, uh, uh, high character, speak highly at Baylor University. So as a coach, uh, you're just really proud when you hear people brag about your former players. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at Pioneer boys.com feel like you're missing out on the fiesta you don't have to la fiesta restaurant is open with dine-in seating drive-thru and delivery now you can get the famous purple margarita to go or delivered with any food purchase la fiesta makes dinner a lot easier with family pack of fajitas enchiladas and tacos order online or call ahead and get any of your la fiesta favorites at lafiesta.com la fiesta waco's original tex-mex since 1963 stop by downtown in waco at way cool tacos in union food hall way cool tacos located corner of Franklin and 8th Street. Don't miss the Lone Star Gun Show Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center. You'll find great items at terrific prices on new and used guns, knives, swords, hunting gear, books, coins, medals, and ammo. Best of all, you'll enjoy browsing with the benefit of paying discount prices. Hours are 9 to 5 Saturday, 10 to 4 Sunday. Bring in your old gun and trade up for the gun you've always wanted. Lone Star Gun Show Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center in Belton. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. The Dallas Cowboys break camp in Oxnard and Dak Prescott gets an MRI on his shoulder that showed good progress and is still on schedule to be ready for the season opener against Tampa Bay on September the 9th. Cowboys have an open practice today at the Star in Frisco starting at 6 p.m. Family-friendly activities start at 4. The Pac-12 and the Big Ten and ACC have been in preliminary discussions about forming an alliance likely built around scheduling but could possibly be other areas. Astros start a series with the Royals tonight, 7-10 first pitch. And the Texas Rangers induct Adrian Beltre and the voice of the Rangers, Chuck Morgan, into the Rangers Hall of Fame over the weekend. Rangers won their series over the A's and have the day off before starting a series with the Mariners tomorrow night. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time now for the Ranger Roundup, brought to you by Kaleo Wealth Management Group. All right, uh, let's talk some uh, Ranger baseball here this afternoon. And, oh, by the way, if you miss any part of the program, you can go back and check it out at CentexSportsFan.com. We have all of our uh, all of our interviews, sessions posted as podcasts. We have the entire show posted as a podcast. So you can go check it out at CentexSportsFan.com. Matt Mosley and John Morris as well. All right, uh, the Rangers, as Ward mentioned, have they won a series. They beat the Oakland Athletics. And they did it uh, over the weekend, winning yesterday by a final of 7-4. Adolis Garcia left the yard again. Athletic. Here today, the 0-2. That one's ripped to left field. Back goes Canna. That one's up. Out of here. Take a trip around the bases. Adolis Garcia. 
An absolute blast out to left field, and the Rangers' lead is now 5-1. to one. So the Rangers get a 5-1 lead there. Later in the game, they would add on as D.J. Peters leaves the yard. <laughs> There's a swing by Peters. There's a long drive to right. Piscotty going back at the wall, and that ball is history. D.J. Peters goes the opposite way for his second home run of the day. The Rangers lead it 7-1. to one. How about that? D.J. Peters Ward with a two-home run day for the Rangers as they win it over the Athletics 7-4. Yeah, bright spot for the Rangers. They need some bright spots when they can get them. They, yeah, they, they could use any kind of spot. <laughs> right. Yeah, bright's a good one, though. Uh, in our stat of the day, D.J. Peters' first home run in the first inning traveled a projected 460 feet over the left center field wall. It's the fourth longest home run ever hit at Globe Life Field since it opened in 2020. Fourth longest since it opened in 2020 and the second longest by a Ranger batter. Uh, 472 from Seth Brown, 464 from Oakland, Sean Murphy, and 462 from former Ranger Joey Gallo. So there you go. So he swatted it. Yeah, he did. He got in hold of it. He swatted it. Rangers are off today. They're back in action tomorrow night taking on Seattle. And then over the weekend, they're in Boston. So hmm. that'll be fun. That'll be a large that'll time. Be, so. It'll be interesting to see how they start navigating through this roster. I, I don't know. You know, we, we didn't see a whole lot of turnaround in the past week. The closer we get to October, how much more are they going to make those calls down 35 and just start giving these guys a look? I, I think the closer we get to October, we're going to see more of that. Yeah, so uh, the uh, the call-ups are coming in September, and, and you just wonder what that looks like as well sure, when they yeah. expand that roster. Yeah. When they expand that roster. All right. It is a 527. It is a Monday afternoon. If you're driving home, drive safely. Our 5 o'clock hour is brought to you in part by Versalift, a time manufacturing company, and currently hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service techs. All openings start at $17 an hour or more, and you can apply for those jobs at 7601 Imperial Drive. Uh, coming up in just a couple of minutes, we will get to, we will get to our... Uh, our grab bag but right now we want to talk about double r old-fashioned hamburgers i was there today the place was a rocking i mean to tell you there was a lot a lot of people had the same thing i had on my mind monday afternoon lunchtime it is double r time and Man, just a terrific burger. I want to remind you that they, they got some special hours right now. Uh, and, and, you know, sometimes it's, you know, you, you kind of run through these deals. But anyway, bottom line is they're open from 9 until 4, uh, 10 until 4.30, Monday through Friday. 10 till 4.30, and then Saturdays from 10 until 2 for all your uh, your lunch and, you know, even your early supper. If you want to get that, you know, get a, grab, a brown bag it. Get your brown bag to take home. That'd be that'd be great. Uh, double R old fashioned hamburgers, and again the uh, best burger at Waco with all that, uh, with the great seasonings that they put into, into their food, and then, you know, they cook it on that flat top, and and just it's a great meal, and and, and I like to sit at the bar. Because I'm going to be in a conversation with everybody behind the bar, and we're talking sports and solving the world's problems, and I'm watching them cook my food. I think it's kind of a cool deal. Uh, and when I say that, I absolutely mean it because 
There's not a heating lamp to be found when it comes to cooking your food. They don't cook it until you order it. You know, I, again, I told you that you you go and and you and you get in line and you, and you you place your order. Then they start barking out. Got two down, four to go. I mean, I don't know what they're doing. They're, they're calling out some kind of cadence. Sounds like a football play ward. Sounds like they're they're audibling at the line of scrimmage. But they know what they're doing. And then they, you know, next thing you know, ten minutes later, here comes here comes your burger, just the way you like it. You could do it with lettuce and tomatoes and onions. Oh nope, got to kill those onions. Uh, and maybe a grilled onion. I I don't know. Whatever you prefer, they can do it for you at Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. They also have chicken fried steak sandwiches, grilled chicken, Philly cheesesteak sandwiches and of course all those things that go with it such as fries onion rings tots curly fries all that good stuff it's all right there waiting for you at double r old-fashioned hamburger and again uh, uh for the for the time being right now we're, we're 10 to 2 on saturdays and we're 10 to 4 30 monday through friday it's double r old-fashioned hamburgers 1810 herring and tell them we sent you by Tune in to John Morris's Big 12 Football Previews here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Presented by State Farm agents Bob Anderson, Bart Romig, and Mike McKenzie, George's Restaurant and Catering, and Bruner Motors in Stephenville. John Morris's Big 12 Football Previews. Weekdays here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Last Chance Bar and Bell Meat is under new ownership. This family-owned and operated establishment offers a small-town atmosphere with a rustic down-home feel. Open seven days a week, this hometown sports bar offers a variety of entertainment. Pool tournaments every Monday and Tuesday, karaoke every Thursday, and live music Saturdays. Located at 1200 New Dallas Highway in Bell Mead. Only minutes from I-35 and a short drive from downtown Waco. With the coldest beer in town and some friendly faces, stop into Last Chance Bar for some good old Texas hospitality. For more information and upcoming events, log on to Last Chance bartx.com it's time now for the naked truck the ongoing saga of the battle to end truck nudity presented by pickup outfitters in this episode we find amanda and brad on a date oh amanda will you brad i'm sorry i just can't go out with you in this truck anymore it's just so bare you have nothing on this truck but i have these subs that i bought online online really subwoofers are just a way for a man to make up for his lack of equipment i i'm going out with justin oh I know why. It's not just because he has a big dually. It's not the size of the truck that matters. You have tunes that give me a headache. Justin has running boards and a hitch to pull his boat. That's just because he goes to pick up outfitters. Maybe you should take a lesson, Brad. Will Amanda and Justin find happiness? Will Brad go to pick up outfitters? Tune in again to The Naked Truck. Brought to you by Pickup Outfitters, 220 Lake Your Drive in Waco. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. D'Amore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. ESPN Radio Sports Center. 
I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. The Dallas Cowboys break camp in Oxnard and Dak Prescott gets an MRI on his shoulder that showed good progress and is still on schedule to be ready for the season opener against Tampa Bay on September the 9th. Cowboys have an open practice today at the Star in Frisco starting at 6 p.m. Family-friendly activities start at 4. The Pac-12 and the Big Ten and ACC have been in preliminary discussions about forming an alliance likely built around scheduling but could possibly be other areas. Astros start a series with the Royals tonight, 7-10 first pitch. And the Texas Rangers induct Adrian Beltre and the voice of the Rangers, Chuck Morgan, into the Rangers Hall of Fame over the weekend. Rangers won their series over the A's and have the day off before starting a series with the Mariners tomorrow night. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grand bag on game time. All right, welcome back in. This is uh, the Grab Bag here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us. And we are going to begin with uh, the Little League World Series, uh, Little League Softball World Series going on. And uh, right now, they, it, Ward, they had yet another rain delay. And this one was a long one. They're finally playing. And Robinson is leading. Uh, Robinson and North Carolina are tied. It's 2-2 in the uh, bottom of the third. 2-2 in the bottom of the third. And this is... Uh, this is, I think, the this is quarterfinal quarterfinal play. Uh, so uh, in the uh, in the Little League World Series of softball. So uh, Robinson in North Carolina, two two in the bottom of the third. All right, uh, let's see what else do we have on the grab back. The uh, AP Top Twenty Five is out preseason poll, and it looks very similar to the coaches poll. Uh, Bama's one, Oklahoma's two, Clemson is three. And Ohio State is four. Uh, let's see. Uh, Texas A&M is six. Iowa State is seven. And the Longhorns are 21. So that looks very, very similar to the uh, the first poll that came out. And I, you know, there's about 16 of those polls. They all look about the same. And again, I will always argue that because of these polls, the preconceived the preconceived uh, tournament is set for the four teams that are going, and uh, <laughs> and in in you know so you you if those four teams, Alabama, Oklahoma, Clemson, and Ohio State, if they all go undefeated, that nobody else can get into the tournament. Nope, it's done. Yeah, there's, so the, there's no doubt. In other words, the tournament is done here in the middle of August. And it's it's set to go. Is the NCAA Final Four is it set in the middle of you know six months before the the end of the year? No, no. There's not another sport that you could say. It, but that's the way this format works. It's ridiculous. All right, uh, Baylor uh, soccer dropped its exhibition uh, to Texas A&M last night by a final of two to nothing, and uh, so they went one and one in exhibition play, and they will begin on the road uh, as they get their season going. Let's see here. Uh, as we uh, as we talk some baseball, I don't know if you guys saw this, but it was uh, th- this. This is pretty impressive. Guy makes his first career start for Arizona, mm-hmm. and he throws a no hitter. <laughs> Excited to be out here, man, for the first day. You know, um, we're back in um, our normal meeting spaces. Which Excited to be out here, man, for the first day. You know, um, we're back.
little uh, little technical difficulty with that sound. Uh, we didn't we didn't have the audio, so there you go. All right, uh, let's see what else. But anyway, uh, yeah, Tyler Gilbert of Arizona throws a no hitter uh, for uh, in his first career right start. Out of the box. Yeah, first career start. It's a no hitter. It's only happened like four <laughs> times in baseball, so pretty good stuff there. I can't believe it's happened four times. Yeah, how about that? That's pretty amazing. Yeah. All right, and I don't understand these numbers, but the T206 Honus Wagner trading card, mm-hmm. did you see that? Yeah, I saw that. $6.6 million in an online auction that uh, concluded early today. $6.6 wow. $6 bucks. So there you go. And uh, finally, Garrett Cole is going to get back into the rotation. He's, what, one of four or five New York Yankees suffering from uh, – from COVID-19, mm-hmm. but uh, he is back in the rotation starting tonight, I believe, for the Yankees. And they will uh, – obviously, they're going to take it easy with, uh, with, with Garrett Cole. So, I don't know how many, how many innings or how many pitches they've got him scheduled to throw, but he will start tonight. So, there you go. Uh, Baylor Volleyball was uh, ranked the 10th, uh, uh, number 10 team in the nation in the initial American Volleyball Coaches Association preseason top 25 poll. Fourth time, fourth consecutive season, rather, that the Bears have earned a preseason ranking after previously being tabbed at number 16 in 2018 and number 20 in 2019 and number 2 in 2020. So uh, they're in the top 10 for 2021 in the preseason poll. And Good for them. That is a quick check on our grab bag. It is 539. We're 21 away from 6. This is ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor Coaches Show. Your chance to hear interviews with coaches from around campus. I think anytime sports do well, all of us do well. When everybody has success, everybody has it. It really helps every program. That's the key to the league's success, why we've gotten so many teams in the NCAA tournament, and why RPI-wise we've been continuing number one ranked conference. It's one through ten. Listen all year long on your home for Baylor Athletics. ESPN Central Texas. For over 15 years, Wings Pizza and Things in Temple has been your go-to spot to watch the game and fuel up on great food. As the name implies, you can get delicious wings in 15 different flavors and amazing fresh-made pizzas. But that's not all that's on the menu. Try one of their burgers, sandwiches, or wraps. Or check out their new specials, which include two for $28 meal deals or their family feast. And you can top your meal off with something from the sweet spot. Wings Pizza and Things is family-friendly and has more than 60 TVs, so you know your game is on. Go to wingsintemple.com for their menu. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget, check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. 
Lockridge Priest has been providing cost-effective mechanical, electrical, and plumbing services for over 50 years. Family-owned and operated, Lockridge Priest is the largest mechanical contractor in Central Texas with over 300 skilled and knowledgeable employees. Let Lockridge Priest help you with all your mechanical contracting needs. Call Lockridge Priest today at 888-878-1531 or visit us online at LockridgePriest.com. Lockridge Priest, making life comfortable since 1960. Texas is open for business, and as potential customers re-emerge, now is the time to reach them. Your proud Texas business needs customers, and customers need your products and services. So let Eminem Broadcasters bring you together. Eminem has a variety of specialized radio stations, each designed to reach a specific audience. Advertising grows your business. Email today to info at mmbwaco.com or call 254-772-0930. That's 254-772-0930. Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. Five forty-one, nineteen away from six. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, and our five o'clock hour is brought to you in part by VersaLift. Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Aaron Sexton. We're glad you're with us here this afternoon as we uh, move through a uh, a Monday afternoon. Ward, I mean, we were just talking about it before the break, but. I mean, that is a pretty spectacular feat, isn't it? Throw And no hit. First of all, there are how many guys go through their entire MLB career and never have a, a, a no-hitter? And here's a kid that Tom. goes out there and, and no hits. No hits in his first outing. Check this out. Tyler Gilbert. No hits through eight and two-thirties. One out away. Center field. Marte. Yeah. It's a no-hitter. Tyler Gilbert has thrown a no-hitter in his first career Major League start. The first Diamondbacks pitcher ever to throw a no-no in this ballpark. And just the third in their history. That's pretty cool. <laughs> that is, that's pretty cool right there. So Tyler Gilbert with a no-hitter and uh, in his first career start. Now, what's he doing in, in five days? <laughs> It's nowhere but down now. Yeah. Yeah, where do you go from here, big boy? Because you go out and you know hit somebody in your first career start. So there you go. All right, uh, 543. And again, it is, uh, and I'm sure we'll hear more about it, but an open practice for the Cowboys uh, at the Star today. Uh, the uh, Bears will have another controlled scrimmage next Saturday. And uh, our, uh, our the uh, Little League Softball World Series continuing today. And, again, they had a rain delay. And uh, they were, uh, last time I checked, in the bottom of the third. And uh, Robinson in North Carolina at two apiece. So, there you go. Uh, and this is cool. What a what an experience for those young ladies. A, a memory. And this is this is true, Little League. This is, you know, the, your 12-year-old year. Mm-hmm. Now, some, you know, over the course of the summer have turned 13. But this is, you know, this is your 12-year-old Little League year. And and these young ladies are, you know, they they went through their league. They went through, you know, the city and or whatever, and, and into the state and the regional. And now they're in the World Series. 
and uh, and they're having the time of their life. And oh, these absolutely. will be memories forever. Huh. Yeah, that's something that they'll never ever forget. That's that's a really really neat deal for them. All right, uh, five forty-five, fifteen away from six. As uh, as we kind of wind down here on a Monday evening, John Morris will be along in a few minutes, and he'll have our uh, Big Twelve previews. And you know, <laughs> every step kind of gets me a little more jazzed up. And, and, and you know, just pass along some information here that normally stays internal. But uh, John sent today; he sent over s- some of the the commercials promoting Baylor football and things of that nature and so now we, we've got those and you know when I heard it and, and, and heard you know part of the the their promotional spots warden you know what I'm talking about mm-hmm. and some of them you know the promotional spots had play-by-play on them from games and you just kind of get jazzed up I mean you hear that and you go yeah it, it's it's football season and uh in, in look we're halfway through the cowboy exhibition season if you can believe that uh, you know, four games uh, and then two in the books. And and uh, they moved to the top of the fourth, by the way. And Robinson and North Carolina are still 2-2 as they moved to the top of the fourth inning. Remember, they play six in Little League unless they go extra inning. So, there you go. But uh, are, 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 you, are you jazzed? Are you ready? I know you're going to be calling Temple and then you're going to be calling UMHB. Uh, I've got Waco High here on, on ESPN. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll have University. Uh, we'll have a scoreboard show for you on Friday nights. We'll have an extended pregame show for you. Four hours worth of pregame, by the way, every every home Saturday. Two hours on the road games for Baylor football. And uh, you, you, Ward will have UMHB football on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas. We'll have uh, on our other stations. We'll have other college games. So, I mean, we're going to have – and then, of course, on Sundays, we'll have the Cowboys and some Thursdays and some Mondays. <laughs> so, but, I mean, you know you know what I mean? Uh, so, I mean, we've got a full slate of football for Absolutely. you. Absolutely. And it's all week long. Yeah, all week long. Every night of the week, we'll have something. We have coaches' shows that have mm-hmm. come up, too. We'll have uh, a live show with Coach Pete Fredenberg. We'll also have a live show with Coach Scott Stewart. And then, of course, all day long, uh, each and every day, we'll have our coaches' shows coaches segments whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it with the individual coaches from around central texas hear about their program and what to expect on friday night so it'll be seven days a week you'll get a football fix here from from the uh, from the area the central texas area here on espn and on our sister station fox sports central texas i believe it's a combined 32 area high school coaches that we'll talk to Every week. We'll talk about the last game. We'll talk about the next game. I mean, so you got that. And as you mentioned, coaches shows. Uh, and, and don't forget, on, on we'll have the uh, Baylor Coaches Hour uh, every mm-hmm. week. Uh, and I think that starts the first week of September. So we've got you covered. We, if, if it's local, and that's what we're emphasizing here at the radio station. If it's local, we've got it. Uh, and so we'll have all of our high school games, all of our high school coaches shows, We'll have our college. We got both colleges. We got Baylor and Mary Harden Baylor for you on our family of radio stations. So, got you covered. Got you fixed. And then, of course, we'll let you have the uh, the Cowboys on uh, and uh, all of their uh, 17, 1, 7, 17 regular season games. Used to be 16. Do you remember the days it was 12? Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't that long ago. No. And, and now you're at 17 regular season games no. because of M-O-N-E-Y. Right. Absolutely. So, That's all it's about. Yeah. 
All right, uh, it is a five forty nine. We're eleven shy of six o'clock. Is oh, and don't forget, we'll match in the Rangers when we can too. Oh yeah, those those. <laughs> you know what? They may not lose another one. Oh no! Here we go. The, I mean, hey, they're peaking at the right time. They're peaking at the right time. You know, I, we joke around about that, but I am like you. I'm I'm very curious to see what they do with with this team uh, as far as what it looks like in September with the call-ups, and do they put them in the lineup, and what veteran guys – I mean, I started to say this and sit the veteran guys, but there are not many veteran not guys. Not many left. Not many around. Uh, and, and the ones you do have, you know what you got. So, I mean, we'll see. We'll see what goes on and as the Rangers continue the, uh, the rebuild process. All right, that is going to do it for us. We had a good time, and – Certainly hope you did, too. And, and many thanks to everyone who's a part of the show today. Uh, thank you to uh, to Drew Davison. And, and, and I'm going to tell you right now, I, I hope I'm not overreacting, but, man, it just it, it, it felt like, you know, you were the, the, the one that didn't get invited to the party. When, when you when you saw where the, the three leagues got together to talk about the future of college football and, and potential uh, scheduling alliances, and the Big 12 was not involved in that part. It, it did feel like, you know, that you weren't invited to the party. Oh, sure it did. Yeah, I, I, and it, I don't know if that's a telling sign, but there's, there's something there. And I, I don't know if the other leagues don't feel like that there's enough meat on the bone for the Big 12 left that they want to be involved or they just see the – demise of the Big 12 not being able to survive, and they don't want any part of it. Well, how about the Pac-12? The Pac-12 says, Big 12, we'll meet with you. Let's just see what you have to offer. Oh, ACC, Big 10, you want to talk too? Yeah, I'll go to that party as well. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's it's survival of the fittest, I guess. It is. And, I, again, I I don't know how the Big 12 survives this. I just don't. And I've said that I've said that from day one yeah. when it started to, to splinter apart. And I'm, I'm still with that. I haven't seen anything to make me feel better about the Big 12 being able to move forward. There's got to be a splash coming, doesn't there? If, I, to hold this thing together? It, there has to be. I don't know how you hold it together there without a splash. There has to be. Without that, it's done. Yeah. All right. Uh, you know, and again, that's just an opinion. You And we'd love to hear yours. And maybe we'll get into that tomorrow right here on the program. Uh, let's uh, – let's, uh, Exit out stage right and get ready for John Morris in the Big 12 preview. Again, thanks to Drew Davison of the Four Star Telegram, Coach Pete Friendberg for UMHB, and to John Machota of The Athletic. Thanks for being a part of the program. We'll do this again tomorrow at 4 o'clock right here on your home for Baylor Athletics, your flagship station for Baylor football, ESPN Central Texas. It's time for today's Spectrum Big 12 football preview. Today, a look at the Baylor Bears. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, beginning our final week of Big 12 football previews. Today, we'll hear from Baylor head football coach Dave Aranda following the Bears' first scrimmage of fall camp on Saturday. That's straight ahead on today's Spectrum Big 12 football preview.
Hey folks, John Morris for the Bruner Auto family. If you're thinking about a Chevrolet, Chrysler, Buick, Dodge, GMC, Jeep, Cadillac, Toyota, or quality pre-owned vehicle, visit BrunerAuto.com. Bruner serves all of Texas with delivery to your location. Now Baylor fans get the Bruner Advantage at no additional cost with every new vehicle purchase. A lifetime powertrain certificate and much, much more. Only at Bruner Auto Family at BrunerAuto.com. Your family since 1928. Wear what the Bears wear. Get the latest in Baylor Nike gear at the Baylor Bookstore on campus or online at BaylorShop.com. Every team knows that the two-point play can be a winning move. That's why State Farm agent Mike McKenzie and his team are here to help you go for two by combining your home and auto insurance. It's a great call that saves you time and money, so go for the win and score savings by combining your home and auto. See State Farm agent Mike McKenzie at 2921 West Waco Drive or call 254-412-2327 or at 518 North Hewitt Drive in Hewitt or call 254-666-7788. Hi, Kyle Citrano here with George's Restaurant, Bar, and Catering to tell you about what's new this season. Come enjoy one of our brand new Big O cocktails and try some of our new items like avocado toast, Italian nachos, and shrimp and grits. You can watch the game on our 200-inch Big O screens at either location. Check out our new menus and party package options online at georgeswaco.com or come see for yourself. Serving breakfast, lunch, and dinner Monday through Saturday at both of our locations. George's number one at 1925 Spate Avenue and George's number two at 1201 Hewitt Drive. Sick'em Bears. Now, let's check out Big 12 Conference football with today's Spectrum Big 12 football preview. Here's John Morris. And welcome back. Most Big 12 schools holding scrimmages over the weekend. That included Dave Aranda and the Bears now less than three weeks away from their season kickoff. 